This is Our Point with Zach and Carmen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Um, fine. Everything is fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what we're going with. It's great. Sounds fine. I, I am tired of the doom and gloom outside. I just need I just need some sun. Mm. It's mm-hmm. been it's been a lot. It's been a lot. Um, stuck in the house. Black people are getting murdered in Minneapolis and it is just gloomy. Like one of those three things needs to change. Needs to stop. (laughs) Yes. I'll be fine. (laughs) What do you got going on over there? Uh, I was really dreading this week. I have a bunch of work things that all came due at the same time. And they're all only things that I could do. And it has gone very well. How impressive. Like something was due Tuesday, knocked it out, got a really good second draft out of that. Something was due yesterday at 11 and came back with very few edits, like pew, 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 just like, rocking through my week. You don't have to brag. Geez, just because you're better than everybody else. Well, it does, doesn't always happen. So <laughs> I like to take advantage when it does. Smart. Just um, I did. I did get denied for low iron levels for getting blood so that was a is there a reason why you, on yesterday is there a reason why you always have low iron have you like went to the doctor and been like why is this a thing that always happens i uh, it has not always been because i probably gave for a good year year and a half with no problems sure the and, last year and then the one of the women when I was like, oh, I'm so sad. She was like, yeah, if you give consistently, this is the thing that can happen. So, I, but my I, sister manages to not have any problems. Can so. we, um, what, what, I, I don't understand this. So this is a good, this is a good question to ask. What is the draw to continually like desire to give blood? Like why, why is this a thing that we're, we're into all of a sudden? Um, I, actually did it I started when I was 17 and a senior in high school because we had a very really we had a really difficult government class and the only way to get extra credit in high school senior government was to give blood and so the entire senior class would line up like twice a year in Clear Lake to get our extra credit so that's how I started well I know that I I've known you forever and like this is like a thing in the last couple of years so like where did it like restart again what i mean because i would well, if sarah I could... does it and i was oh, like okay. i want to do it too okay sarah does it that makes sense i was like <laughs> if you continually like to find out that you don't have iron they have to like what prick your finger or something yes so like and you, can... you have different iron levels on different fingers don't ask me why but if you're really low on one hand you can prick the other one and then like hope for the best I was like, if you just keep going there and they keep doing this, I would just give up. But I mean, not, you're not a quitter. I'm so. not a quit. I mean, I am for something. Yeah, I know. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so anyway, I got denied. The lady was like, get out your phone. We're going to be at the Hilton Garden Inn on Friday. I'm like, oh, OK. And then she told me to go eat blackstrap molasses, which I just don't think I'm going to do because it sounds disgusting. 
There is a lot of money that you're putting into this to give things away for free. Whether or not like your steak diet, which clearly doesn't work. It worked one time. It is a 50% (laughs) so far. Like, why don't you take iron pills? Because I don't want to. Because I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to be one of those people who takes a bunch of supplements. Well, I would take like one supplement or two supplements before you go give blood. And then once your levels be up. That is a good point, And I don't know about that. Okay, I'm not saying like every last day. night you asked me about how quickly does the iron from the steak hit your bloodstream? Yeah. And I did not know the answer to that, but like alcohol hits your bloodstream really quickly. So maybe it's the same. <laughs> I don't know. I love that. I love that. All right. So I learned something about myself as, so I got done working at 10 and I could have immediately went to bed, but no. Mm-hmm. I wanted to like chill a little bit. I wanted to decompress. I wanted to watch a TV show I've already watched. I wanted to play a game on my phone, pet my dog. And on Twitter, because while I was doing all of those things, I was also reading Twitter. I ran across this tweet that says, I've always found myself staying up late, even if I was tired or had to get up early because I wanted more me time. I read up on it and it's called revenge bedtime procrastination. And people who are highly stressed do it to gain a sense of control back into their life and spend time enjoyably because maybe they have school or work or uh, maybe their family is asleep and blew my mind. Revenge bedtime procrastination. Hmm. I feel like this is somebody who, again, also has too much time on their hands. No. So then I went down the rabbit hole because I was like, is this really a thing? And it's a thing. I found an infographic. And then for the podcast, I found like a white paper, um, scholarly articles. Like it's a it's a whole. But how can how can we have revenge me time when the reality is we spent all day doing me time? Some people don't. I know you and I do. Well, that's what I'm not talking about about the scientific study. I'm talking about us in particular. Does that does that count? Oh, I to me, it's the like, that's when I get to do exactly what I want, because I'm generally like either I have a freelance project that I'm not doing or I have some emails that I haven't returned. And when you get to that, like right before bedtime, just like no one need like this is this is for me and I won't be stressed about those things. I don't know. I it really that really spoke to me and I love love the name. So does it does it give you give us a solution? Um I mean like addressing like what behavior you are doing at said given moment, does that like tell you to put the phone down and go to bed because you know what you're doing or is this just like a oh i'm doing this and it has a cool name now you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna look into that a little further i didn't, that's what I'm I didn't interested. get to like, the is solution, there a solution? Part. is there a solution part to this because part of it would be just like recognizing you know well the, i guess i i, I have an article where... from cnn i couldn't just switch it's fine using. i don't care we can we can we can move on we'll learn more about that on tuesday's pod how about that i heard that you um got a package in the mail and you were super excited about it and then the package wasn't for it you it wasn't for me <laughs> so did you get to the point where you were op- you already opened it oh yeah i ripped it open because it didn't say like 
Well, I was just thinking like this stuff gets left in you. front of stuff gets left in front of my door. I don't ever like check the two name. I just like fucking open it. Oh, it it definitely it had my name on it. It wasn't oh. it it was meant to come to me. It just wasn't mine or something I ordered because my friends Alicia and Hannah are coming on Sunday and Alicia had sent something to my house because she didn't know like exactly she oh. wanted it here when she got here. She wanted to send it to her Airbnb and she had asked, can I ship things to your oh. house? Because she's going to be here for six weeks. And I was like, of course, I'd be happy to. And then I immediately forgot about it and then was like, oh, my God, I got a package. Because you remember when people sent me things in the mail from the podcast? No. And that was really fun for me. And um, this was a big package, too. And I was like, oh, my God. I know. I was like, that's so exciting. And it was Alicia should just put her name and your address there and then then we won't get yes there could have there could have been some <laughs> some denotion but He's, michael um has been sending me gifts in the mail and i've been very excited about it i got a brand new coffee plate warmer Ooh, i do like those a, a mickey mouse branded one <laughs> nice um i accidentally just touched the top of it and i think i lost the my finger your fingerprint mm. so um so it's hot it's hot okay um but mickey mouse lights up when he's when he's warm so that's cute because i've been getting to the problem where during the day my coffee it gets cold and then yes it does and especially when you're upstairs and the coffee pot's downstairs and it's like do i have to walk downstairs and put in the microwave no i can just boil it again right here right here on my desk now very excited about it oh well Thank you, Michael. Um, what 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 are you reading over there? What am I reading today? I uh, uh, found an NBC article that I think is interesting, and yet, but, you know, it's going to be one of those things that doesn't go anywhere. Um, Love it. But Democrats are going to introduce a bill. I guess Democrats to introduce bill to expand Supreme Court from nine to thirteen justices. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And Sahil Kapoor wrote this. And yeah, basically, there are some congressional Democrats who are going to introduce this legislation today to expand the Supreme Court from nine to 13 justices. And there are other progressive activists that are also pushing for this. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it, it, it does not have any bipartisan support. Biden put together like a commission to study it. Um, the Supreme Court has fluctuated in numbers, but it has remained at nine since 1869. Um, but he does cover the rate, the anger within the Democratic Party, um, even though they control the White House and both chambers, they um <clears throat> There is a lot of catastrophe that has happened and can, will continue to happen with the uh, conservative majority on the court. So hmm. we're one of the <clears throat> people involved in this um, says this bill marks a new era where Democrats will finally stop conceding the Supreme Court to Republicans. And I do I do find some merit in it for sure, particularly when like nothing else in politics this has not been done fairly when you think about how mcconnell has some quotes at the end that i'm not even going to read you because he's a fucking monster 
but he was like this you can't you can't be doing things like this even though he put amy coney barrett on the court like 10 minutes before the election and he made merrick garland um he blocked merrick garland from the court for like half a year i have thoughts I'm so glad. I'm so glad I can't. Good. I'm going to clear my throat. You tell us your thoughts. Yeah. Um, Democrats, what the fuck are you doing? You think this is a good idea? This is like right into the Republican handbook of a fight they want to have. Every time we have a quote unquote Supreme Court or judge fight, Republicans kick our ass. So the thought that once again, we are going to give Republicans a great campaign issue heading into the midterm elections where Democrats already, already lose. Why? Um, And this also brings up my um, previous points, which I've talked about on our point that um, we can't this is a little bit of like picking up our blocks and going home when we play the game badly. So Democrats never care about judicial appointments like the Republicans care about them. Hence why they are better at it than we are. So there's that Two, like be pissed at Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That's who deserves the blame here. Be pissed at these long running uh, Breyer who's on the court right now. And is fucking a million years old. Like retire when we have a democratic president, when you know that we will be able to control the floor of the Senate and give you a replacement. But you hang on for 500 years and then you magically die when Democrats lose. And like, this is just the real life consequences of this shit. And so Ruth, you you should have retired when Barack Obama was president. You just, you just should have. You were already had cancer 400 times, and I understand that you shouldn't be. It's your decision to make and lifetime appointment. But if there are consequences <laughs> to these said decisions, and part of that could be your entire legacy can be like wiped out in one, one session of the court, if that's important to you, you should also play the political game which got you to the seat that you're in. And so... I mean, the thing that I always, the I mean, one, it's a campaign issue that we're giving Republicans. Two, it's the same with the filibuster. This shit can come back to bite us in the ass real quick. So if we're going to increase the seats from nine to 13, do not be surprised when Republicans take it from 13 to 19. And do not be surprised when we decide to eliminate the filibuster or use um other procedural tools when Republicans then do the same thing when we're in the minority. And before you know it, the affordable care act is gone (laughs) in case the military are no longer allowed. We have a corporate tax that's down to 15%. We get rid of food stamps. They decimate the postal service more than they have because we have taken away all of these procedural tools that have protected us for so long. So if you are mad about the fact that Republicans are saying no, and we don't get our way, fucking win more elections that's that's my rant and rant (laughs) thoughts uh i mean yeah you you're right i mean i don't don't think you're going to 
find a lot of people. I mean, and you're not wrong about Ruthie, but I don't think you're going to find a lot of people pointing their rage at her. No, because those people don't know the whole story. Those people are not smart enough to understand the game, in my opinion. Those are the people that got wrapped up in the coffee mugs and the candles and the Christmas ornaments and probably couldn't tell you for cases or dissents that Ruth has actually made in her career. Those are those people. That's that there is a lot of truth to that as well. I do. um, There was an article at some point somewhere that talked about like Ruth was only as popular as she was because she was fairly powerless. Mm -hmm. And that's when um, women generally enjoy this (laughs) mock fame because they can't actually do anything. And then you have an actual powerful woman. And then people are like, oh, she's too shrill. I don't like her voice. She looks old. That's a really interesting. We should find that article. That sounds super interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, yeah, I mean, people probably don't remember, but Sandra Day O'Connor, who had a mixed bag on her um, on her record, her judicial record. I mean, had a lot of good pros too, right? <laughs> Along mm-hmm. with some some cons, but um, she was 10 times more powerful than Ruth was on the court. Um, but we just, we just bypass her. Oh, well. <sighs> it just makes me mad that we're spending time and we give the Republicans these issues that they can beat us over the head with a baseball bat in, in like areas where Democrats aren't the like foolproof majority a.k.a. Ed Markey in Massachusetts or isn't it Nadler in mm-hmm. New Jersey? Mm-hmm. Like, thank you. Thank you for once again making it more difficult for a John Tester in Montana, making it more difficult for a Tammy Baldwin in Wisconsin, uh, make it way more difficult for a candidate that we need in Iowa. Um, like, guys... <laughs> Seriously, come on. But that's all right. It's all right because we're going to have a a new social media platform that we have to join on Friday. And it's called Frank, which sounds like a lovely name for a social media platform. Um and I learned about it on the Hot Did you see Talk. that on Frank the other night? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I was on Frank. I was like, "Oh, where are you?" Mm. Um but my pillow guys new free speech website has a glaringly ironic flaw already by Ed Maza. And so first off, I love that they are no longer just like putting his name, Mike Lindell. They're just calling him my pillow guy, my pillow guy. Yeah. Cause he's a crazy, but we of course know a lot about Mike Lindell from um, his crazy support of Trump and his conspiracy theorists and whatever. But you know, he's also a Minnesotan, which we, we love. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's not forget that he spent time in prison and was a crack addict. But he now wears. But a, he found Jesus. So he it wears doesn't a cross count. around his neck and he makes sure that his cross <laughs> necklace is on the outside of his blue button up shirt for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> but I, I actually saw some of this on social media that he like there was a video posted that he talked about the fact that he is going to have this amazing social media play. Well, where I saw it actually was Jimmy Kimmel did a like entire cold open of his monologue about all of the weird shit that Mike Lindell Funny. is um, 
doing currently. And one of them was Frank, but it is his own social media website that is all about free speech, except (laughs) you're not going to be able to swear. There are four words that you Mm -hmm. can say. You can't say the C word, the N word, the F word, and the F word is not faggot. We can, we can say faggot. Um, Cause I imagine the F word he's talking about is fuck. But it's kind of early in the morning for that language. Well, Mike Lindell said it. And you can't say <laughs> God's name in vain. And he goes, what a concept. Um, and so, of course, people are making fun of him for the idea that he's having a free speech website where he. With speech restrictions. Where he has speech restrictions, which is amazing. Um, and he he talks about the constitution's definition i mean he rambles right but this is going to be a website where of course not only are there limits on free speech but you are not allowed to totally defame someone which Mm -hmm. is funny for a person who is being sued for libel for 1.3 billion dollars by dominion voting systems Um, but this just falls in line with again you know trump says he's going to create a social media platform now mike lindell like He's a fucking pillow maker. Why is he like spending millions of dollars, as he says, from his own pocket to make a social media platform? And just like, don't you think him and Trump should talk? Like maybe they shouldn't make competing social media platforms? Well, it's going to be hard to be on Facebook, Instagram and Frank. Well, and then what? Telegram is what they were planning all of their racist marches on so that clearly doesn't work we need to get off telegram there's another one i mean but if you are the jimmy kimmel's thing also showed that mike lindell on the my pillow website is um selling cardboard cutouts of himself his own book where he talks about you know finding jesus Mm -hmm. then he has children's books of cartoon donald trump like hitting dinosaurs with uh mallet that says the con like we the people on it and <laughs> there are like feet sleeping bags and that, that's too it's much. just it's just all over there what if i was a my pillow employee um i would be like uh i'm pretty sure i'm not gonna have a job in a couple of years i keep looking at the stores and the malls where you know they have like the my pillow stores which always could have used an actual designer but what i do know from the my pillow folks from a pre- previous job is the family is in charge of absolutely everything so from design to answering so like they don't you know it's all internal so i imagine they don't listen to anybody which is why it is hard to work for a family company where they well, hire people and then don't listen to them yes because they like either Mike Lindell or Mike Lindell's sons literally made all of the marketing advertisement um, decisions. And I imagine the same as with who designs their stores, but um, Frank is supposed to launch on Friday. So we'll see tomorrow if, if Frank launches and if it does, I might sign up. I might, I might join just to see what's going on. I think you should do it. Yeah. Do it for the, do it for the pod, sign up, see what happens. Um. And now I know which words I can and cannot use. Um, it's going to make my free speech so much easier. Your also, only slightly restricted speech. Also, these are like the same restrictions that, you know, basically Facebook has. But anyways, do, 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 do. 
Um, I would say I need to go get a refill of coffee, but I don't because my my coffee is boiling over here. But mm, and I have a travel mug, so just we need like a stretch. Yeah, let's stretch. Okay. My governor was in the news yesterday. Oh, weird. But I already had an article about the governor, so I'm going to stick with what I got first. Um, so from the Argus Leader. Governor Kristi Noem asks President Biden to reconsider rejected Mount Rushmore fireworks permit by Rebecca Tucher. Hmm. And the National Park Service rejected her fireworks at Mount Rushmore over the 4th. And so she sent a letter advocating um, she respectfully, that was in air quotes, asked that um, Biden continue the hopeful message he has shared earlier this year and uphold our agreement to host the event. And then she tries to address the challenges raised by the National Park Service, including COVID-19 concerns, tribal concerns, and environmental risks. And she was like, yeah, but most of, more than South, 50% of South Dakota, South Dakotans have been administered their first <clears throat> vaccination. More than 20% of the U.S. is fully vaccinated. Um, the National Park Service said they are committed to respecting the tribal connections with the site and building a strong relationship with the tribes. And Nome was like, we value partnerships and that you with the tribes. And they were consulted before last year's event and invited to attend our planning meetings, even though they showed up and protested it was like um, she arrested them <laughs> them in jail but whatever she yeah. respects them too yeah um she lies about the environmental impact even though in march there was just a fire that consumed 2200 acres and more than 400 homes and it has not rained a lot so still in a drought anyway um they said no. I assume they will say no again and they will not reconsider. Mm. So, and then in case you forgot, since we talked about this last year, um, the fireworks display at Mount Rushmore in 2020 was the first one since 2009. And it had always been canceled because of what fire risks. So, does not look good for her. For well, the next and, couple of years. Um, you know, this did make front page news but the 2020 fireworks also caused like contamination to the water supply did you, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. so and not COVID. great um but i love christy's like this is a big deal for her getting getting these fireworks is a real and big she's deal. really stuck her flag into this for some reason well and like the reason they have to ask the feds is because obviously Mount Rushmore is a federal, like a federal national park. Not, you know, it's not a state park, but like move the fucking fires, fireworks to Custer or ask those crazy horse people to do it. I mean, the crazy horse people will not. Who knows? Well, the crazy horse people are weird themselves. So who knows what's going to happen? Um, well, probably not because they probably hate Christine Ohm too. I'm just going to. That would be my that, assumption. I I love that she is. She's trying. Yeah. Well, what I liked about this article 
juxtaposed with yesterday's tweet because uh, yesterday she tweeted South Dakota won't be taking any illegal Im- immigrants that the Biden administration wants to relocate my message to illegal immigrants call me when you're an American <laughs> so I mean maybe she could negotiate fireworks for immigration uh, refugee resettlement and well, see the part that this, I find the best you can't ask that. Biden for a favor and then be like fuck off not that he ever called and asked her opinion but she was like i haven't said something inflammatory in like 36 hours and the money is drying up so i better say something rude and harmful so i can get on fox news so i have another thing to be interviewed about what i'm curious about is if christy is going to listen and take phone calls from people who are americans and not you know immigrants um what's her phone number because she is sure as hell didn't listen to me when i was there she didn't take my phone call and i am an american so like is this a thing that once we are americans we can easily get in touch with her no there were several people on twitter last night that said that christy was not taking their calls because they did indeed call (laughs) and want and want to chat so that's that's lovely i have decided that um if I ever, I, I think the, the people of South Dakota should pay Christine Ohm her, her salary, which she gave herself a pay increase as well. The legislature did. Um, and she, of course, happily signed that. But we we should pay her in pennies. Like this article I found on <laughs> Fox 9 titled, A Fayetteville Man Receives Last Paycheck in Oil-Covered Pennies Dumped on His Driveway um, by Janice Hugh. And so in Georgia, where all all good things happen, a Fayetteville man um, said his last paycheck from his former employee came in the form of over 90,000 pennies. And so he was a job at um, AOK Walker Auto Works in November 2020, and he was having a hard time getting his final paycheck from them, which was about $915. And he noticed when he was leaving his house one day that there was a pile of oiled covered pennies in his driveway. And on top of the pennies was an envelope that said, fuck you on it. Um, And, you know, of course, um, Flatten, who is the person that happened, this happened to Andrus Flatten, um, so that it was such a childish thing to do. And so, it while I agree ch- with him that it was childish, I commend, there's been lots of people that I wish I could pay, whether or not they were <laughs> talking like a contractor or um, a waiter or vendors vendors that i wish that i like i didn't know this was an option of something that we could do and of course i mean again they have no legal recourse because they did pay him his money um and so they upheld their end of the bargain they didn't do anything wrong legally um but how do you find so many how do you find ninety thousand pennies that's that's a commitment that took like the entire office had one whole day where they're like, hey, everybody, um, you know what we're doing today? We're taking these little teeny tubes of pennies 
and we're all going to unroll, unroll them. And then like, let's just fucking throw some oil in there. So this man has spent um, hours after he already, and this is a little bit sad, um, that he has to spend all this time and energy to clean all of these pennies with like some oil or some water, soap, vinegar. And he's doing all this work for money that he's already worked for. And I was like, mm, that is, that is sad. But doesn't it make you want to know, like, what did he do at this place of employment? Oh, I, I full on blamed the employer. Well, of like just some asshole. What like just didn't want to pay. And so this I... guy is like, you have to pay me. And so he asked for help. And then the asshole employer just I have one last fuck you. I imagine that he, um, not that the employer was correct. I imagine that he was somebody who like quit or did a bad job at work and then was like, oh, and I worked a partial week. So you owe me $915 and the heat like probably left them high and dry. And they were like, hmm, sure you do. Um, I'm pretty Maybe. sure this podcast stands on the side of the proletariat. So eat the no. rich. I, um, I imagine that this is a small mom and pop shop. This isn't like tires plus that did this. Um, so I'm going to stand on the side of the people who are way more creative, um, as opposed to the person who I think quit their job and hurt, hurt the small little business. That's what, that's where I'm going to stand this morning. All right, pointers, like send in your texts. Are we That's on the fine. side of the employee or the side of the employer? Well, if we haven't done a text poll in a long time. Of course, everybody's going to be. Well, it's only Sarah that contributes to these <laughs> text polls. It's me and Sarah. 605-215-1043. Um, Which side are you on? Well, I mean, I think we all know that the, you shouldn't pay somebody like this, but this is a real creative way. This isn't payback for sure. I don't think the company would go to this links because this is time on their hands too. If the dude didn't do something, had to have done something. Well, we'll have to. I'm going to maybe see if I investigate can, further. Yeah. Yeah. Find out um, the AOK auto work store, whatever. Like what? There was something where I lost it. Um, they did. Fox five did speak with the owner of the business. He said he paid in <laughs> U S currency and did not want to be part of the story. <laughs> I do like that. So, okay. All right, everybody. Um, the auto work store has a 3.7 um, stars out of, out of five on Google. Hmm. So not bad. I wonder what they have on glass door. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what. what uh, so one year anniversary officially. Oh yeah. We it's made it. It happened yesterday. We made it. Thanks for uh, sticking with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's lovely. Man. So it's a fun little project. It so is proud a, of us. It is a fun little project. I don't have a parting thought today. Um, because I feel like I got all my anger out already this morning. So, <laughs> um, thank you for that therapy. Um, and I'm gonna go go live my Nothing. best life. Well, huh? I just have a my parting thought is congratulations to 
the mayor of Brookings, Nick Wendell, who is a acquaintance of ours. Is he the mayor? The mayor. Oh, I thought he was running for the city council again. Oh, shit. Did I get it wrong? I kind of thought he was the mayor. I mean, maybe, but I I do not know for sure. I thought he was back to running for his city council seat. But if he's the mayor, that's way more fun. I, I well, this is. I mean, who knows? I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong, but. No, I must. I must be wrong. Okay. Although. Well, either way, he won. He won. He won his. He won, he won his, his race. race. I fucked it up, um, but <laughs> it was way more exciting when he was mayor. Let's just go with that. He's mayor. I just assumed he was the mayor because he did all of the press, like all of the COVID press and everything. Mm. Uh, and he just wandered around Brookings with David Begnow. And I assumed that meant no. he was the mayor, but he's the city council. Brookings does not have like really a mayoral um strong form of government right there a, a city administrator um with a strong city council so um brooking city councilor i was darn it i tried to give him a promotion i like it everybody needs a little promotion <laughs> so maybe he can do both if he's walking around with david begnow he is the I know. well maybe unofficial mayor every, every town needs a mascot so nick wendell you're up <laughs> this is next <laughs> well i like that we are here to inform our <laughs> listeners with accurate with- and up-to-date information <laughs> um with that our one heard on this podcast that nick wendell was the mayor <laughs> oh that was embarrassing all right i'll talk to you later all right bye. bye thank you for listening to our point Stay up to date and for links of the articles that we discuss in this podcast, join us on Facebook and Twitter at Our Point Podcast. If you have articles that you would like us to discuss, feel free to tag us on Facebook or Twitter, or you can also email us at ourpointpodcast at gmail.com.